Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Joshua Tate, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let us go. Welcome, everyone, once again to the most must-hear podcast, Big Mouth Small Words. You know what we got to talk about right now. If you don't know, you're about to know. Because, as I've said before, the $100 MMA giveaway, it returns. And what a card we have now. I already went over all the main card fights before. You remember, it was a few podcasts ago talking about Fight Island. But now, there is some breaking news. I already put it on the Instagram, at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. But right now, I got to put it on the actual podcast. I got to put it on the airwaves. I got to talk about it. Gilbert Burns was set to face off against Kamaru Usman for the welterweight championship July 11th, UFC 251, Fight Island. We all wanted Jorge Masvidal versus Kamaru Usman from the start. We all said that that was the fight to make, but the UFC did not want to pay Masvidal, and he, he wanted more. He wanted more money. He was talking about... He, he knows what he was worth. We, we went over all these things, okay? So Masvidal was sitting out. He stayed at home. He voiced his displeasure on social media. The fight card is this Saturday. <laughs> like, we're getting to the nitty-gritty here. And last night, I'm having a couple wobbly pops, you know? It's the 4th of July. Happy 4th, everybody. And it's reported that Gilbert Burns tests positive for the coronavirus. Now, I send prayers his way. You know, I know it's sports, but this is some real life stuff. It's a real problem. So I wish him a speedy recovery. I hope him and his family, everything goes well with that. But that meant to me, well, UFC 251, he's part of the main event. So clearly in my head, Dana White's not going to let this go. Listen, Dana White knows he need, the, the show must go on. So my initial thought is, is Kobe Covington going to do this or is Masvidal going to do this? Because he's got to replace him to save this card. It was reported earlier today that Jorge Masvidal will face Kamaru Usman for the welterweight championship of the world at UFC 251. You can't have Mortal Kombat Fight Island without Masvidal. Without a gangster. Oh my goodness. So before I even get into the fight, I want to do this to get you pumped, and then we'll talk about the fight. You think he's sitting at home looking at that thing? Yes, I'm the BMF champion. You know, it's just a participation medal. But yeah, I want him to bring it. I want everything. I want him to bring it so I can take it, throw it in my closet. I'm going to embarrass you. That fight's happening. Yeah, that fight's happening. I'm more than happy to let him know why I am the champ. Usman's going to get baptized, man. Do something. I'm a gangster, I'm a gangster, I'm a gangster. People love the insane violence, that, that over-the-top violence, that medieval grit. Ah! There's a target on my back, I understand that. That happens when you're the king of the hill. Kamaru Usman finishes Colby Covington! He's 
drinking the Kool-Aid from his team a little too much now to where he actually believes he is this killer that they're giving him credit to be. And, and that's not the case. The Tigers out of the cage, I'm hurting somebody. At the end of the day, when I sign down our dotted line, I'm going to go in there and take care of business. The world the world, ladies and gentlemen, Anybody can get it. Usman, I can't stand him. I can't stand that dude. I will break his face, man, in an violent way. fans who really believe that he can beat anybody in the world. He's gonna knock you out. No, it's not gonna happen. People just love violence, man. They just want to see that. They want to see people get hurt. And that's gonna be it. No. Plain and simple, I am the champion. Damn! No, he's not the champion. The winner of the BMF I'm the champion. I'm gonna prove it when we get in there. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Are you not fired up yet? Are you not ready to go? Come on. Fight Island. <laughs> I can't wait for this. It's going to be freaking awesome. The $100 MMA giveaway just got freaking, ooh, it got ready. We're going to get it going here. This is exciting. So let's talk the fight here. Um, Kamaru Usman is the champ. He is very strong. He normally tries to utilize his wrestling he likes the ground and pound. He likes to do that. That's his move. He grounds and pounds people to get his victories. He also does not mind standing up, though. He's pretty well-rounded. He proved that against Kobe Covington. He stood all five rounds. He eventually TKO'd him. And Kobe Covington, he talks a lot of crap. He gets people pissed off, but he's a really good fighter. Jorge Masvidal wants the fight on the feet for sure. He has fantastic, clean, crisp boxing. He uses an array of feints to set up his devastating combinations. If the fight goes to the ground, though, Masvidal's no slouch. People don't give him a lot of credit on the ground, but this dude's been in the game for years. He is as well-rounded as can be. And even though he's got a lot of miles, dude can still be a Ferrari, I'll tell you that. I mean, he ain't no beat-down Corolla. This dude is no joke. So... Usman will for sure be stronger. That I can tell you. But he's got to beware, man. If he gets on top of Masvidal, Jorge Masvidal is capable of catching him in a submission. Do not be fooled by the stand-up. He can tap out Usman for sure, especially in the later rounds, at the fourth or fifth round if it gets there. But no matter what with this fight, no matter how long it lasts, people, you can be pumped. We got what we wanted. And in life, in 2020, that doesn't happen. <laughs> so, thankfully, this has happened. And uh, we're going to get to see it. I think a big key to this that no one is talking about, though, is Masvidal's Muay Thai. His Muay Thai and his kicks and his clinch, very underrated. He's been winning a lot of these fights because of his boxing. But he's got kicks and he has a brutal clinch game. And Usman, I feel, wants to get as close to him as he can. He likes to tie people up, put them against the fence. If he does that to Masvidal, he won't. I know he's stronger, but he's not going to be able to beat Masvidal in the clinch. If he gets Masvidal down, Masvidal could tap him out. I mean, Usman could pound him out. It's just, listen, I'm not even going to give you a prediction right now. I'm not going to give my prediction until the day of the fight when everybody puts their picks in, then I'll put my picks in. I am just excited to see a great fight. I'm excited for the buildup. 
This is amazing. So, hell yeah to that. My next topic, other than the $100 MMA giveaway and other than Jorge Masvidal versus Kamaru Usman, I got to talk about Cam Newton because as this is not breaking news anymore, but it is for me. Now, I posted a blog about it, okay? And I'll give you a little bit of that if you want to check it out. It's bigmouthsmallwords.com. And it just clearly states on one of the blogs, Cam Newton is a New England Patriot? That's what it states because it's ridiculous. But I was looking at a picture of Cam Newton, right? And before you, and I know people are going to come at me about this. I know. You're going to come at me about Cam Newton. But just hear me out first. I'm looking at a picture of Cam Newton right now. Okay? The picture fills me with many emotions. It's him ripping off his Carolina Panthers jersey and it's a Patriots jersey like a like an angry Superman fired up and when you look at something like that how can you not help but be excited right I'm a Patriots fan and a week ago I'm thinking the New England Patriots are going to go into this NFL season with Jarrett Stidham as their quarterback one their number one quarterback is Jarrett Stidham A lot of people were excited at the prospect of Stidham, but I've seen enough football to know better, man. Listen, I've been watching Dalton for years. I've been, I've seen a lot of bad quarterbacks, a lot of good quarterbacks, but I'll tell you right now, Stidham looks like a guy that needs a few years. That's just me personally, what I think. I ain't Belichick. I don't know better than him. I'm just saying for me personally. And the thing about it is, right? If we were going to start Stidham this year, we wouldn't know what we had until it was too late to do something about it. We can all agree on that. I believe that Bill Belichick thought at the end of the day that Tom Brady was going to cave. He was going to take the contract that they gave him. And I don't blame Bill for thinking that. I, I really don't. Brady has done it every year since he was a Patriot. He runs his mouth, but at the end of the day, he takes the team deal because that's who he is. When Brady then left and took his talents to Tampa Bay, I think that Bill, being the evil genius that he is, talked down all the quarterback free agents available. And I don't think he was waiting for Cam Newton. I think that Belichick was looking at all the people that were going to take rookie quarterbacks and all the teams that were going to do all these things. And I I think he knew that someone was going to be left. I think he was willing to take Andy Dalton. I think he was willing to take Jameis Winston. I think he was willing to take Cam Newton, any of which were going to be available at the end. He just wanted the best deal. And at worst case scenario, he probably would have kept with Stidham, but I think this was the plan all along. He told all the reporters, pump Stidham's tires, hype him up as the quarterback one of the future and the present. Now, here's the thing. Of the future, maybe, probably. I don't think Bill was lying when he said anything that he did. I just think he said it in the, in the evil genius way that he would. <laughs> Stidham is and could very well be the future, but Bill is playing chess while all the other coaches are playing checkers. Bill was always going to make a move. He just didn't want people to think that he was going to make a move, and he wasn't going to do it when everyone expected him to. Just as everyone is sitting there thinking the Patriots are going to finish second or third in the AFC East, and just when everyone's thinking they know the answers, Bill Belichick changes the questions. Boom, Cam Newton. Out of nowhere. 
Now, in the beginning of this, I said I had many emotions, not just one. So I told you I was excited. But while I am excited, there's some fear. Cam Newton has been injury prone for the last few years. We've all seen it. He was a beast in 2015. He was thrown for 30 touchdowns. I think it was 10 or 11 picks. He had a great, he was the MVP of the league. So he had a great year. And we all remember that, but that was years ago. And since then, he's not been great. The last four years, not so much. Injuries and just didn't work out. His attitude has messed up a lot of his progress. His. Oh, my God, what he wears. (laughs) If you have looked at the blog, you've seen some of the pictures I posted of him. And he just, he was dressed up in all stripes when he was coming to Foxborough. Stripes down, looking like a zebra, looking like the Hamburglar. No joke. I'm not even joking. Go on the Instagram and check it out. He was the Cam Burglar. (laughs) But anyway, so his attitude, it's messed up some of his progress. He doesn't dress well, all that. The Patriots are known to have a playbook that gives many players a hard time. So he might have a problem with dealing with the Patriots playbook. And here's the other thing. He has to fill the massive shoes of the greatest quarterback that's ever lived with Tom Brady. But even with all this being said, I believe that Cam Newton just walked into the perfect situation. The Patriots needed a guy that could help them win now. And they needed Stidham to have a little bit of time to develop. Now, Cam needed to go to a place where he could prove his worth and remind the world that he can play at an elite level. So, best case scenario here, right? Cam buys into Bill and Josh's system. He puts the team first for this year because he needs to for his NFL future for him to keep going. And keep in mind, everybody, right? All the people that are hating on this move and saying that it's so stupid because he's going to destroy the locker room like Antonio Brown. Cam has never had a coach with a system dedicated to making him look good. Cam has always been a guy that the play breaks down and I got to run the ball. I got to get out of here and make something happen out of nothing. Sling the ball all over the yard just because he wants to keep his team in it. Cam, when he's at his best, is known as Superman. And Cam's ego has always been his kryptonite. With Bill Belichick helping him keep that in check, how do you stop Superman without his kryptonite? The answer is you don't. I'll tell you right now, the league better hope that he doesn't figure it out and that Belichick doesn't give him what he needs to get it going. I'll tell you that. But another thing that I really want to bring up I'm glad they got Cam Newton for the mere fact of this. In order to fill the shoes left by Tom Brady, he gave everything to the Patriots. And no matter who the person is, even if you win a Super Bowl this year, you're not Tom Brady. So it's a lot of pressure. And that pressure would have gotten to Jarrett Stidham, and that's not his fault. That pressure would have, oh my God, would it have ever gotten to Andy Dalton? You guys really lucked out with that. And Jameis Winston, any of these guys that you put in, I think there's only a select few guys that could have been put in this position and potentially come out of this unscathed. I think that you could have done that with, um, and I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but I will say that he has enough of a pedigree 
and he knows what he's doing. I think that Aaron Rodgers could have came into the situation and the moment wouldn't have been too big for him. I think Drew Brees could have came here and the moment wouldn't have been too big for him. Cam Newton, I think, comes in here and if you want to call it his ego, you want to call whatever it is, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, Cam Newton is not afraid of this moment. Cam Newton's posting Instagram videos of taking a, a, a ball and he goes, what, does Tom Brady and throws it to the side. He's already practicing with Sanu. This dude believes that the world gave up on him and they did. The Carolina Panthers told him, Cam, you're going to be the guy. Don't worry about it. Just take time for yourself. The whole time they knew he wasn't coming back. They were working a deal. They were like, well, if we can get Bridgewater, that's fine. If we don't, we'll go back to Cam, but whatever. And then they screwed him. They screwed Cam Newton out of it. And don't get me wrong. He had a part in that. He was a lot to deal with. He thought he was better than he was all that. There's a lot of garbage there. But with this situation... And the thing that I want to drive home for any of you Patriots fans that thinks that this was the wrong call, that thinks that Stidham should have been the guy, I want to drive this home for you right now. No matter what happens in this situation, Bill Belichick made the perfect move like he normally does. I'm not talking about the draft. He ain't perfect in the draft. But when it comes to personnel moves like this, he makes the right move. Cam Newton signed a one-year incentive-based deal. That means if he plays amazing and he helps the Patriots have a successful year and they get it going, at best and at most, he makes $7.5 million. If he plays horribly and it does not work out, he makes nothing. And you're in the same exact position with Jarrett Stidham than you were before. This deal was 100% worth it because the world is talking about the Patriots again. A month ago, all you hear is, it's the Buffalo Bills division to win now. Oh, you know what? Miami Dolphins, they're up and coming. I'm telling you, the Miami Dolphins are going to be something. And nobody cared about the Patriots anymore. It was just gone. Everybody, everybody went to Tampa Bay and they're talking. My God, I'm going to tell you something right now. The, the Cincinnati Bengals had more hype than the Patriots. I'm not joking. More people talked about Barrow. More people talked about the Bengals and the Patriots. Do you know what those teams looked like when they saw that, that ticker at the bottom of the screen on SportsCenter? There's nothing else going on. You're watching freaking cornhole, wondering how you got here. What the hell's going on with your life? And it goes, Cam Newton signs with the New England Patriots. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? They were pissed. They finally knew what they were going to get. And then, bang, it just changes. Every single one of them looked at it, made sure it was real, fact-checked it. And once they knew it was real, they put their hand on their head and they did this. <sighs> Here we go again. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It's 100% what happened. The Patriots are in such a great position right now because Cam Newton needs to prove himself and Bill Belichick needs, they both need to put their egos to the side so that they can both prove to the world that they can be the best. The Patriots went from everyone writing them off to this kind of hype. No matter how you look at it, for the Patriots, 
It is the same as it's always been. A win. And if you don't agree, that's you don't have to. You don't have to. But it was a good move. They made the right call. Cam's a patriot. Holy hell. Tom Brady is on the Buccaneers. Cam Newton is a patriot. Joe Burrow to the Bengals. I am torqued. <laughs> I need football back so bad. I am so excited for it. But this weekend, once again, I have to say, I'm ending this podcast now, but I have to tell everybody, UFC 251, it's July 11th, okay? So today is the 5th, July 11th, UFC 251, Fight Island. Go to at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Tomorrow, I will have up the list on my story and on my regular Instagram post. All you got to do is pick each fight. There are going to be five fights up there. You pick the winner of every main card fight. If you get more than anybody else, you're going to win 100 bucks potentially. Because if two people get perfect answers, then you're going to split the money. But you never know with me. Sometimes I like to throw the money around a little bit, so you might get a little more. I don't know yet. I might have a couple drinky poos, and you might get more money. I don't know. But I do know that you need to check it out. You need to follow the podcast. You need to go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. It'll have all the information that you need at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast on Instagram. Keep it going so we can further get it going. I'm excited, everyone. I'm excited for the future. Hope everybody was safe this weekend. Continue to be. Thank you for your support. Keep pushing on. I love you.